Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of, right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast. Today I have an amazing guest, Dr. Kojo Sarfo, who is the uh, clinical um, psychologist and has an amazing book and a great channel. Hi, Dr. Kojo. Hey, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I know you have a wealth of information on helping, um, you know, entrepreneurs and people in general just really shift their mindset and, you know, get the tools they need to be the best that they can. Um, you know, that entrepreneurship is my main audience. So there's a lot of people out there struggling with mental health due to COVID and being isolated and having all this anxiety and things um, in the marketplace. So I know you can bring a lot of light to that. Right. And I appreciate the platform. And, you know, even I think if you're an entrepreneur naturally, um, you know, you may have a tendency to kind of push yourself, you know, to the limit and, you know, being mindful of, you know, the best mental health practices, it wouldn't be a bad thing to do, especially being in that space. So hopefully I can provide a lot of value to, you know, anybody who's watching. Yes. Yeah. So as you know, I mean, there's, there's so many people out there that are really battling a lot of these issues and, and your platforms really nail it. And I just want to make sure that we can get some people the help that they need, even like, so they don't feel like they're actually being exposed that they can come watch your show and gather very enlightening information that, you know, we don't have to stay stuck in our head and with, you know, challenges that, that may ail us to um, keep us stuck. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about you. I know that you've been um, building your channel, but you also have so much insight and experience working with people in the mental health space, working with the California Department of Health, you know, supporting tools for mental health for owners, um, forensic psychology, psychiatry, and you've really taken your core skill and brought it to the market space. So it's available to the people that really need it. I appreciate that. Yeah. So let's talk about your journey. You know, it's been, you know, now it's like you, you have your own show and you're like the star of the show and all this great stuff, but really you've also spent a lot of time in clinical areas, helping people that really needed it. So let's talk about that journey, you know, um, you know, where you studied and areas and that, you know, you really focus on that you find that we should all know about. Yeah, so I guess, you know, we have to go back to, you know, uh, around 2015, uh, this time I'm working in a psychiatric hospital, um, a state psych hospital back in Georgia. I'm working as a, a registered nurse on a unit, and my first job in the mental health space, I had no idea what it would be like, and by spending so much time with the patients and, you know, their family members and the nurses and the psychiatrists and the counselors, you know, that passion for mental health grew. You know, and I applied to um, a DMP program at Augusta University as my alma mater, um, doctor of nursing practice degree uh, at AU, uh, and um, you know, I finished my three-year program, and then I went to Virginia to go practice, and um, you know, I was practicing with a very vulnerable population, 
you know, at a forensic, um, at the oldest state hospital in the United States, actually, uh, Eastern State Hospital in Virginia, uh, it's in Williamsburg. And um, I had the pleasure of you know, being able to work there uh, for 16 months, almost a year and a half, uh, you know, just having patients and, you know, you know, dealing with their legal status, prescribing them medication, giving them the supportive therapy, talking to their family members. Um, you know, it's a, it's a job that, you know, is a very vulnerable population and not everybody would prefer to work in that environment, you know, as opposed to being like, you know, a therapist in like a cushiony office where, you know, you work with kind of like the working well, but getting to work with that population, you know, it really strengthened me as an individual um, and it gave me empathy. It gave me insight into a lot of things, um, which have all been very beneficial for me as I started this social media and entrepreneurship journey. That's amazing. Um, it really hits home with me. My brother's diagnosed mentally ill and um, grandiose schizophrenic. And I've had some amazing clients and, and also worked with very functioning mentally ill people right. that actually can really enjoy life and they don't have to be stuck in their illness with great help from people like you. Um, so you've, you know, really created some wealth of information and library, um, your best-selling book, you already won, you know, bringing all that to the market space and making it available for people so they can see outside their own mental illness. Because as you know, society and people, they're just so ignorant to it that a lot of people don't understand that they can be functional, they can take medication and they can change their mindset if they have support, the right tools mm -hmm. and people that, to help them coach them through life. So I think that's a, a, a very honorable mission and I just, I just love it. So you, you were in grad school. And um, so since this is an entrepreneurial podcast, right? A lot of my audience are business owners and entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, solopreneurs, and they want to know, you know, how did you start? Because your following is huge. You have hundreds of thousands of people on your Instagram. You have hundreds of thousands of people on your Facebook. Your channels are blowing up but it didn't happen overnight, right? You right. just flip the switch on. This has been a, a journey for you. So I'd love to hear more about how, you know, that all started. Did you like come to the U.S. with that entrepreneurial spirit? Was that something you always thrived off of? You know, like what was the first entrepreneurial endeavor and, and how did that work for you? It's funny because, uh, <laughs> you know, growing up in like, uh, um, you know, Nashville, Tennessee, between Nashville and Atlanta, you know, uh, I met so many different people and keep in mind, I, I spent the first like six years of my life in Norway. So I've been in so many different environments. So I learned how to naturally you know, interact with people who didn't look like me and people who did look like me. And, you know, as I began to make friends like in middle school, um, I caught myself, there you go, that's much better. Uh, in middle school, I caught myself, um, you know, hanging around people who would sell things, you know, so I would go to the dollar store and buy candy. And then, you know, you could sell a dollar, you know, Snickers bar at school for like $2 and 50 cents because oh, wow. no convenience. So I, I kept doing this type of thing and then I would buy electronics and I would sell it on eBay. And uh, I just liked, you know, the bartering and back and forth and, you know, exchanging a, a, a good, you know, goods or services for money. And uh, it was always like a passion of mine. So obviously I didn't, you know, coming from an African family, you don't really take chances like that. You go into the medical field or you, you go into law or something like that where you can make legitimate money. And as an entrepreneur, it, the, the financial stability is so erratic. So mm -hmm. it was never something that I could have done out of high school, you know, because of the family that I came from. 
Um, so once I, you know, got a couple of degrees and I went back for that last one, I had a little bit of money and I had like some sort of like, you know, plan B in a sense. Uh, so that's when I started the clothing company, uh, Abranti and Senora with a couple of friends of mine. This is in 2017. And what that did for me, uh, um, we created a Facebook page for it. We had a YouTube for like that page and never went viral, but within my city of Augusta, Georgia at the time, I feel like we did make an impact. We brought a lot of awareness to mental health and we got a lot of the kids at you know, the university, uh, Augusta University, we got them you know, hooked up to the right referrals and therapists. So I feel like we were doing you know, like something for the greater good, uh, but it wasn't profitable, but it boosted my confidence, confidence up to where when it came time for me to write my book, I was able to write my book and be authentic and talk about my own you know, struggles with mental health, you know, as somebody who got diagnosed with ADHD late in life, I just kind of put it all out there. I laid it on the line. Um, and I got that confidence from starting the clothing company, even though it wasn't financially successful, it gave me the confidence. And the confidence that allowed me to write the book was the same confidence that allowed me to start on TikTok in 2019. Uh, and the first two months of using the app, I didn't know how to use it. But once I started watching more in December of 2019, and I told my story, and as an entrepreneur, you're going to have to have, um, you know, uh, a story. If you don't have a story, it's hard to connect with people. Without connecting, you can't sell something, you know. So I was able to uh, tell my story. And within two months, I had like, you know, 30,000 followers on TikTok. And, uh, and I got invited to a life-changing event here in L.A. Uh, two years ago, February, um, where we got to meet other, you know, entrepreneurs, Nick Cannon, Tyra Banks, and Terry Crews, people within this space. And that gave me the confidence to go back to Virginia and post content every single day um, with the intention of you know, raising awareness of mental health. Um, you know, so naturally as an entrepreneur, I would, you know, sell merch and do things, you know, along the way. But just by being myself and just telling your story, uh, it's a powerful thing because if you don't, like if people can't connect with you as an individual, it's going to be hard for them to buy your thing, right? You know, yeah. like some of the best brands have that, you know, connection. Like there's a reason why we wear our favorite brands. There's a reason why we buy certain products because we trust it. You know, so for somebody to get to know you on an intimate level, um, like they did on TikTok, um, that kind of gave me the blueprint. Um, and then I took that success to Instagram and to Facebook and into YouTube. And then on each platform, the, the demographic is different. So for example, like on on uh, Facebook, the majority of my followers are women 25 to 34, you know? Um, so I, when I'm pushing out a product or if I'm making a video, I'm thinking about what would a woman who's anywhere from the ages of 25 to 34 be thinking about? How can I do something that would bring value to them? And then you go on TikTok and my following is, you know, skews towards the um, young adults, but mainly teens. So I'll, I'll think about what item right if i'm selling something will make a teenager feel better maybe it's a shirt that i put in one of my skits where i was dancing and they can connect to that you know they mm -hmm. feel like oh this is a kind person this is one of my favorite tiktokers and i like you know um how they are they're inspirational they're motivational you know so you can take that or you can just go there without the intention of selling to somebody and just saying hey this is some information that could help you or somebody that you love and when you put things out there without any type of you know, sale or anything in, in, in return, like we're expecting something, you can go so far because people know that you're genuine. Um, and at that point, should you want to do business with them, they'll, they'll go to the moon for you. So it's been uh, an all-encompassing journey for me because I'm learning every single day 
um, uh, from our community. And I like to get in the comment section and then talk to them and see what issues real people are going through. So just by staying connected, I feel like the sky is really the limit as an entrepreneur. Yes, that's awesome. And that's so true. And, and you are transforming lives. So it's much better than just a product. But it's it's awesome that that's where you started, because that is the best way to become an entrepreneur is to find something to sell online or like you mm-hmm. did, you know, um, all the ingenuity of a young person in high school buying products from the dollar store and capitalizing <laughs> on that is, is exactly what it takes. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people get stumbled and like stumbled up on like, what am I going to sell, you know, mm-hmm. or what, I don't have a skill or a talent, you know, um, you know, how can I start this journey? So um, I love that. I'm sure a lot of people can relate, you know, I had my little tie dye shop outside my house and at the coffee mm-hmm. shop when I was like, you know, in eighth grade and stuff. So yeah. I totally love that. Um, it's kind of built in us, you know, some of the right. entrepreneurs, you kind of yeah. So that's awesome. And, and then you take it to a whole nother level, which is that evolutionary entrepreneur that's giving back and helping others and monetizing that, but also changing lives in a, in a dramatic way. So Thanks I really, so I really love what you're doing. And, and we need more of that because, you know, I think there's a, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we go a little crazy. Right. right. It's it's high stress, high anxiety, mm-hmm. high pressure. It can break people. Right. It can really make people snap, you know, especially in times like COVID mm-hmm. and, you know, um, you know, compromised times where people feel like they're going to lose their livelihood. They they kind of go into a mental tailspin. So with this expert advice I have here, you know, for people that are in COVID right now that are, you know, coming out of the, the tornado, what would your best advice be as a mental health specialist for people that are just experiencing that anxiety and, and um, turmoil, you know, inward? What would yeah. you tell them? Yeah, I would say, you know, the first thing that you have to remember is that there probably has never been a time period in our lives where we've seen anything like COVID. And this is a very unusual and specific type of situation. So a lot of times when things don't go our way or we feel like we're mentally handicapped, we'll judge ourselves, you know, for the lack of productivity or for the fact that, you know, we're not doing what we used to do, or, you know, maybe we're dealing with grief and all kinds of other issues, or maybe mental health issues that you may have already had before COVID. You know, so this is such an unusual time that you have to give yourself grace. You have to allow yourself to be human, uh, allow yourself to feel and understand that there's nothing wrong with struggling in the moment. And there are people that do want to help you. You know, there's therapists online, even Mental Health America. I've worked with them before in the past. They have warm lines, people that you can just call and talk. Sometimes just talking to somebody is cathartic, right? Because we've mm-hmm. been cooped up in the house for months, you know, staring at four walls. So when you, you know, leave your house, naturally you may have some social anxiety, whereas maybe you felt like you were an outgoing person before. You know, but now you're not interacting with people like you used to. So like you might be depressed because of that or other things. So there's so many things that can, you know, I mean, mess up your day if you think about it. But understand that the people who do want to help you out, there's therapists, there's professionals, um, and that, you know, asking for help is actually a sign of strength. Um, because a lot of people, even to get up to that point where you can pull it out of yourself to ask for help, you know, it's tough because we've never giving people a safe space to talk about mental health. So you asking for help is admitting that 
you're struggling with something and to your knowledge, you don't know if anybody else is going through it. So you feel kind of closed off to the rest of the world. So it's a very brave act to speak up and ask for help. Uh, and if it makes anybody feel better, you know, a lot of people are going through things at this time. So anything you can do to get yourself to feel like, I tell my patients all the time, if you can feel like 10% better, like what can I do or what can we do collectively to make you feel just a little better? Because if you've been feeling bad, if we can improve your mood by 10%, then, you know, that's going to be a really good day because your baseline has not been there, you know. So any actionable thing that you can do, whether it's calling somebody, you know, um, doing a Zoom with all your friends that used to hang out with before the pandemic, just anything to lift your spirits is going to make you more hopeful um, and allow it to be a little bit easier for you to move from Monday to Tuesday, you know, to Wednesday to back around to Monday to next week again. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I, I like to promote that one win a day, even if it's just a small thing that's mm -hmm. just going to like, you know, move the needle just a little bit, like getting outside in nature, taking a few right. deep breaths, getting, you know, um, doing what you like. So, um, I, I have your amazing videos up here on, um, kojosarfo.com. That's K O J O S A R F O.com. And there's just a wealth of information on here. The library here is just so full of the number one psychiatric information from you personally, from, from, uh, from a mental health perspective. Right. Um, you got your channel on here. You got your TikTok videos on here. They're raw. They're authentic. It looks like they're coming straight from, from the real, right? <laughs> yeah. Keep it real. I can see that. <laughs> um, so it looks like you have your episodes um, on your uh, podcast or these podcasts that you've been on. Or this, I she was on Funny Barbie. Yeah, nice. So you have yeah. some great guests, your book. Your Barbara, she's great. Yeah, she's really cool. <laughs> um, so I, I love that. So with that being said, you know, um, connecting, like I, you, you talk a lot about human connection and it being mm -hmm. the most important thing, right? right. And we all tend to isolate, right? When we're feeling like we can't relate or no one's going to understand, or it's too painful to express or, or shaming or whatever, like we feel when it's so hard to like reach out to a mentor coach or, you know, mental health specialist or to tell someone, Hey, you know, I'm hearing voices or man, I just can't shut my brain off or, you know, I can't sleep. I, I I'm delusional now. Like where, I mean, cause that happens to the best of us at times where mm -hmm. we really need to like, be able to take action on that. So do you have a, um, video library with those items that specifically talk about maybe like social anxiety and, you know, feeling isolated and not connecting and how to like get unshy again or more brave or come out, you know? It's, it's wild that you, you ask that because um, on my biggest platform, TikTok, where I have 2 million followers, uh, if you look like go to my TikTok page, you'll see like a playlist button there and it'll be like a small playlist. You'll see OCD, anxiety, bipolar, ADHD, and I'll section it off. And then you update it um, and put some more videos in those sections because not everybody who is, you know, Oh, sorry. Anybody who is like interested in my TikTok page and has all those questions, once you go to the website, you know, most likely you'd be on your phone, right? But once you open it up, open up the app, you'll see all of the most, you know, highly requested topics all in the playlist one by one. 
Um, and there's no way to do that on Instagram. I wish I could let them know. Uh, and on Facebook, there's a way to group all of my, uh, you know, my live shows. Um, mm-hmm. There's a link where you can just watch the late night show with Dr. Kojo. But I would love to group it into like certain sections. That's why, I, that's what's next for me, actually. Um, I have a call coming up with the team of Facebook. I'm going to ask if I can get them to group certain things in certain sections. And then um, once I do that, I even want to take it as far as dubbing on my content and translating it into Spanish because that's a huge population, especially here in the United States. If you put something in their language, they could feel so much more comfortable you know, accessing the information. Yes. Oh, here I am on your Facebook. So everyone check out Dr. Kojo Sarfa on Facebook.com slash Dr. D-R-K-O-J-O-S-A-R-F-O. And he has the wealth of information here. He has his lives Monday through Thursday, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And it's real talk, real talk about real things that a lot of us don't want to open up to. And um, you know, it's, it's that inner work, you know, that inner freedom, like sometimes we just have so much turmoil Mm -hmm. and so much built up and we haven't been able to process it all. And so to find tools and ways to like do that is, is so key in the entrepreneurial space and just in Mm -hmm. life in general for everybody. Um, yeah. So let's talk about some of the inspirational kind of maybe messaging or framework that you do teach about like some useful tools and things that you tell yourself or your clients to like, you know, really get their mind right, get them kind of recentered and calibrated. What, what, what do you start with when you're, you're working with somebody who's, you know, just spiraling, you know, and they can't really see reality as it is Mm -hmm. anymore do you like do a framework of like you know envisioning writing out things you like to do pulling them out of the now like what would your best life look like like what what kind of things do you go over normally I start off with you know focusing on on self-esteem you know and a lot of times when your self-esteem is in the gutter it's hard for you to do anything or even believe in yourself and so many things impact your self-esteem and one thing that I've seen that is like a huge you know, uh, you know, deterrent when it comes to building your self-esteem is the opinions of other people. So I like to start off, you know, by asking somebody like, you know, who are the three, seven people whose opinions of you matter maybe more than your own opinion of yourself? You know, once we can get deep in there, we can see who somebody's afraid to, you know, fail in front of, who they're afraid to embarrass, you know, what the worst fear really is. Um, and once you can get deep in there and then you work like, because the goal is to reframe their mind, right? We want you to kind of really reframe things so you can see the good in things, right? You can have the mindset that you need to achieve your goals, right? And there's different levels that people struggle. Some people, you know, with certain conditions may need medications. Some people need therapy. Some people need coaching, you know, but I think all three of those individuals would still need to be able to have that mindset where we're not as worried about other people's opinions of us. Like, you know, we're, you know, in a space where we're, grateful for things you know we're happy to be here um and we realize that you know nobody's really concerned about you like you everybody's concerned about their own problems so we really do have a space to go out there and to try there's no guarantee you that you'll be successful wherever you're trying but just the opportunity to try and to put yourself in positions to where you can find that out about you it's a beautiful thing so you have to allow yourself create that world where you can thrive you know because in your world, you should be the main character, right? So yeah. you want to have that world where 
you can thrive. Some people need a therapist, some people need a psychiatrist, some people need, you know, a, a friend. Like what everybody needs might be different, but you have to figure out what works for you. And then you just make no apologies for it because we're not we're not concerned about people's opinions of us. So if you need some a cook to help you out, that's fine. If you need a housekeeper, that's fine. You know, if you need to take medications, that's fine. Nobody should be seen as less than because they have a certain type of, you know, way of living. So once you're not worried about people's opinions and you're doing the work on yourself, you, you, you're you creating that self-esteem because you have to believe because if other people say, oh, you could be the best tech person or you could be the best lawyer, the best doctor, but you don't see it within yourself, it's going to be very hard to, to manifest and bring that to life because you, you don't even see how it'd be possible. So once you can boost yourself up to understand that, hey, I am capable of trying, maybe not a guaranteed success, but I can try and do something that you have the confidence to start doing things. So, you know, that self-esteem is, is so important and just making sure that we keep it intact, eliminate the negative self-talk and, you know, the things that, the ceilings that we put on ourselves, take that away and then you'll, you'll be surprised what we can do. Yeah, amen to that. So creating that vision and really mm. honing in on that, right? Because sometimes we le- lose sight of that. Like we right. literally like, you know, I was supposed to be this, I was supposed to be that, my parents wanted me to do this, society said I should do that, you know, everyone's not supportive of what you really want to do inside, so you just kind of repress it, and being able to, like, embrace that, and come back, even though, you know, maybe people aren't going to be supportive, and they're going to judge you, and they're going to criticize you, and Mm -hmm. that's what really makes people, like, mentally have a block, and feel like they can't really be themselves, and to really, you know, get themselves in a direction where they feel authentic and real, Mm -hmm. and and then they can start building that self-esteem, so that's beautiful, and um, you talk on our prior conversation, I mean, you have been in entrepreneurship, you talked a lot about Gary Vee, and, and failure and being able to fail fast and fail over and over and get right back up. So let's talk about that because that mm-hmm. can really ruin someone's self-esteem. When you mm-hmm. fail, you feel defeated, you feel embarrassed, you feel mm-hmm. like you, yeah, you just want to like, right. you know, hash it out with yourself and some people never give it, get over it. And that mm-hmm. can be an, an, an insane mental block. So let's talk about failure. Yeah, failure is a prerequisite for success, actually. You're, you're not going to succeed at anything in life without failing in some capacity, right? You may not have a big public failure, but you messed up, you know, you know doing things, you know, in the early going, in the early stages, and you just kind of perfected it over time. You know, like there's a phrase, practice makes perfect. If I saw somebody challenge against, challenge that and say, perfect practice makes perfect. If you practice something incorrect way over and over, you still won't get it, you know? So you have to fail at certain things. And as we do things over and over, we're going to get better at it, you know? So failure should be embraced. You should embrace the failure and say, hey, I want to fail more. I want to fail fast. You know, as, as I'm failing, I'm not just failing and taking it. Like there's going to be a, a why and like there's going to be like some type of, you know, value and benefit in my suffering. I'm not just failing to fail. I'm failing to learn. And sometimes people can tell you things one way, but if you learn it on your own, and there's certain things you don't want to have to go through. If you can hear from somebody, you know, we don't want to lose $20 million because, you know, uh, we feel like that's what you need to do to be rich. No, but watch people, but you'll have your own unique set of, you know, uh, experiences where you fail. And it's also going to help to boost your, your self-esteem because if you fail and you get right back up the next day, then, you know, 
your your battle tested like over time more things are going to hit you and as an entrepreneur you're wearing like seven different hats at once you know so you have to be able to weather the storm and you have to be calm and approach things you know logically and rationally try best to not make any emotional decisions tied to like you know maybe the financial future of the company and you know certain things you just have to kind of like pause and make sure that you can do it but you know sometimes without failing in the beginning it's going to be hard when you get to you know, a, a stage in your life where you're like, okay, I have to make a certain decision that, you know, now I have employees, now I have you no know, kids, now I have all kinds of things riding on me. Uh, you would hope I make the right decision, right? So yeah. by failing, um, you're really just kind of earning your stripes. And uh, once I got the confidence to fail, I think things took off. And like, if you look at me in 2022, and I look even back a year from now, you know, I'm like, wow, I've accomplished so much. I've worked with so many people. I've been able to kind of, you know, connect with my audience and followers are quadrupling, like it's it's skyrocketing. Um, and if I look back at myself a year from now and I'm like, oh, wow, like, I feel like it was a great year for you. Everything, you got verified everywhere. The followers quadrupled. It was a great year. Did you struggle? And as I'm talking to myself, you know, and I look back, maybe even just going through pictures on my phone or just talking to people, like I realized I had so many failures within, you know, um, from an entrepreneurial perspective and even from a social media perspective. So many failures, losing money on bad deals, you know, not getting the content to reach a target audience. But it was those failures, you know, and I would call them micro failures, right? Mm -hmm. But it was those failures that allowed me to succeed at the highest level because I kept going. I didn't give up. So as I kept, you know, doing and I kept practicing perfectly or to the best of my knowledge, my content would get better. Brands would recognize me and things would take off. So online, it looks like is this win, 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 brand deal, brand deal, brand deal, working with this person at this premiere, with YouTube, with Netflix. Like, it looks like you're just winning all the time, but there's so many micro failures sprinkled in there that mm -hmm. the average person can't see. Uh, yeah. But best believe that. I'm still failing you know, every step along the way. Yeah. And that, that builds character and resilience and mm -hmm. all the amazing things it really takes to be super uber successful. Right. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's kind of a pipe dream. Everyone thinks, Oh, I'll just start a business, flip the switch on, turn the open sign on, click, click. And woo, now I'm going to be making money. And then it's right. just going to start rolling in. The American dream is all going to happen. Right. <laughs> it's like magic. No. But it, it's a fun journey if you're ready for yes. it. I mean, it's it's very, um, you got to get some tough skin and really be able to be mentally tough. So yeah. we need mentally tough exercises. Is there anything you can recommend for people that are really battling kind of like that insecurity and, and kind of feeling defeated and down and like, you know, they don't really want to, I mean, yeah, focusing on who you want to impress, but and that mm -hmm. vision and that goal, but what, what can they do every day that will make them get a little closer to that like refined right. mindset so routine is helpful and you know this having like a simple routine in the morning it could be wake up brush teeth take the dog out eat breakfast you know something that you could accomplish within 30 minutes to an hour that boosts your you know your self-esteem your confidence those things help you to believe in yourself a little bit more like routine it's tough to be consistent and achieve anything with that routine you know, um, words of affirmation is, is extremely important. Um, some people will write things on their mirror. So they wake up in the morning and they, you know, 
that, oh, wow, I am great. I am capable. I am loved. I am respected. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to have those sticky notes here, you know, on my um, you know, my two monitors. And, you know, if the first thing that I see when I wake up are those words, I'm like, oh, well, somebody does care about me. Not that I didn't think it, but like, it's that reminder that people care about you. People want to see your content. People care about you as an individual. People love you. People respect you. You know, so those things all help us feel better and it allows you to recognize, okay, I do mean something in this world, you know, because even though you might not like forget that, that constant reminder is there to help drown out the impending possible negative thoughts. So words of affirmation is definitely um, uh, very helpful. And one thing that people might not expect me to say that I think could be helpful with your mindset and and things like that is is sleep. You know, sleep is so huge. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, uh, we always want that extra advantage, right? There's always one extra deal, one extra minute, one extra second. Like I need to make another phone call, another email. Um, and, you know, you may inadvertently cut back in certain areas of your life, maybe family time, right? Maybe with friends, but uh, a, a commonality I see is like that sleep, like cutting back on sleep, you know, going from seven hours to six to five to three and a half, you know, and then you're tired, but you had a great day. Like you, you made the money that you wanted, you made the connections that you needed, you hit your goal. Um, but as we know, that's not conducive for long-term success. And as a company, you want to have longevity, even as a brand myself, you want to mm-hmm. have longevity. You don't want to be forgotten in two years. So we're going to evolve, but in order to, to be around, we have to be around, we have to sleep and take care of our brains and give ourselves some time to really just recharge. Maybe we go mm-hmm. on vacation, but that rest component and even just in, in the, the context of sleep, uh, that does so much, it improves our concentration, it helps our mood. So just by sleeping better, you can really put yourself in a a really good position to win. Yes, I totally agree. And that mirror work that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. the way that we look at ourselves in the mirror is so important about our, you know, the self-esteem, putting the, you know, I'm enough, I am great, I am beautiful, I am loved, I'm supported, all that on the mirror when you're looking at yourself and feeling that instead of tearing yourself a new one when you're looking in the mirror, feeling, you know, really defeated and ugly and just saying mean things to yourself um, can be really the worst remedy ever. And Mm -hmm. you can literally switch that energy switch and that, that belief in yourself. So I love that. I hope all my entrepreneurs out there remember (laughs) that, that it's not, it's not um, egotistical to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you mm-hmm. are loved, you, right. I, am, I am beautiful, I am supported. And a lot of us are trained in society to kind of dumb mm-hmm. down, you know, yes. don't be too pretty, don't wear too much, you know, don't Completely be too agree. much, you know, like dumb all that great stuff about you down and not really let it shine. So I love that you said that because that is a, an instant shift. Like if you wake up in the morning and you're looking at yourself, you know, and you're still saying those wonderful things, mm-hmm. how differently your day will go. Right. So that's, that's beautiful. And, um, and yeah, the, you know, being able to connect with others and save, save tens and thousands of hours and getting a mentor, a coach and, and cause books mm-hmm. are our mentors, podcasts are yeah. our mentors, your yeah. channel, your videos, that's mentorship, that's coaching. Sure. So a lot of people that don't want to pay the $10,000 or the $5,000 to the high level, you know, psychiatrist or coach or mentor, they can get that from you. Cause you're giving mm-hmm. your stuff away. Right. right. For free, you know, and, for free. and 
that's what I hope I can, you know, do for somebody. And of course, like there's a, there's a limit to how much the content can help, but you know, it's inspiring somebody. And as I'm learning, as I'm doing, I'm learning not only like, uh, you know, the people who are in my field, but also, you know, other people like kids or just anybody who's posting content. It's just very, you know, educational just to watch the stuff. You're learning trends, you're learning things that can help you connect with human beings on a you know, more intimate level. So it's just about putting your, put yourself in a position where you can learn. And the only way you can do that is by being humble, you know, and, and putting yourself out there as authentically as possible. If I don't know something, people won't say, oh, he let me down. It's like, oh, no, he's not sure. He doesn't have enough evidence-based information to back this thing up. But he'll go out there, he'll seek the information, he'll bring it back. You know, so when they see that I operate like that with integrity, even that, aside from the content, that could be a form of, you know, mentorship. Like, oh, this is how you should, you know, conduct yourself in this space. We don't know something. We don't say that we know it. You know, you always want to not provide misinformation. You don't want to lead people the wrong way. You know, you would never do somebody in for some money. Like, that integrity, I think that's a great way to, to carry yourself, you know, as an entrepreneur. And sometimes you have to see somebody do that. Um, and I saw so many of my, you know, heroes in my life and also people online, the way they move as, you know, they've been blessed with different things and deals and opportunities. You know, they've been humble and they've always showed that they care for other people. Um, and that's like something that I've pulled from them. And I'm, I've never met these people in real life, right? But I've seen them online and I've taken that, you know, a character trait from them. So that's like a valuable form of, you know, uh, mentorship. Yeah. So valuable, so valuable. And it gives us all a personal space to be able to like explore that and really see if it connects, you know? Um, so, you know, you talk a lot about pain, trauma, and the effects of that and changing lives through your content by focusing on areas that a lot of us don't want to talk about. So you have some personal keys to mental wellness. Can you... Mm-hmm give us some of those yeah you know so one thing is you know when it comes to mental wellness like you want to sustain that so we have good days we have bad days right and nobody ever has like you know a, a year full of good days right it's going to vacillate back you know forth but understanding that you know sometimes you'll just have a bad day um that's that's a key i tell a lot of people sometimes the best thing to do is if you've had a rough day in the 6 p.m call, call it a night shut it down. Let's try again tomorrow. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not have that great day, you know? Um, and I think under, understanding that we're human beings and we can't go 24-7 as we, we'd like to think we could as entrepreneurs, you yeah. know, knowing that you can, like, have a day where you weren't productive at all. You know, sometimes, like, and I tell people all the time since coming to LA, sometimes I'm anxious for no reason. Maybe I have to do a couple TV interviews in the morning or this, I just had to talk in an environment that I wasn't accustomed to. So the next day I might be anxious or I might be anxious before and it might kind of halt my productivity, you know, and allow yourself to not, to be okay. And to for that to be okay is helpful because then you're just allowing yourself to be more of a human, whether you're a mental health superhero, whether you're a you know, doctor, therapist, counselor, nurse, or even the person on the other end, you have to give yourself space for it to not be okay. Um, and within that, I remember I talked about the productivity. Another key tool for mental wellness is not allowing yourself to tie your productivity to like your self-esteem. 
Um, and sometimes we do that, right? Uh, especially within this space. But even if you're not an entrepreneur, right? You have a job to do, right? Or you're a student, you know, if you're a student in high school, if you're not being productive and you're not getting your assignments, right? You might be battling with depression. It might be hard for you to get out of bed. It might be hard for you to do anything, right? But as you're not doing things and as your grades are slipping, you're starting to let that be a reflection of who you think you are. Then you'll say, oh, I don't feel like I'm a worthy individual because I'm not operating. I'm operating about 30% of who I used to be, even though I am depressed or I'm struggling with anxiety. Like I'm just not as productive as I used to be, you know, because it's easy. Like when things are going good and you, know, you have a system and everything is being cranked out and you're making money, it's great to feel, you know, easy to feel great about yourself. But if you're not hitting your objectives, right? And as we know with entrepreneurship, like you can have the kindest company in the world has to make money or else it's not a viable type of thing. You yeah, know, then so, it's a hobby, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, so to anybody can be entrepreneur, right? The moment yeah. you, you sell something, you're an entrepreneur, but to be a successful one, whole different story, you know? So yeah. just understanding that, you know, you don't have to, like, to be a successful entre entrepreneur, you have to make money, right? But you don't have to judge yourself when you're not making the money, right? Like, mm -hmm. you can give, like, sometimes you'll, you know, you'll, you'll take a, a, a pay cut, like, you won't hit all your objectives, but like you could be dealing with a mental health issue where that's a priority. Sometimes it's not all yeah. about the money or, you know, go ahead and take care of yourself and believe in yourself. And we know you're going to fail along the way, like we said, but as you start to believe in yourself and as you start to get better rest, exercise, you do these things, even going for a walk every day for 15 minutes and walking like you're in a hurry yeah. does so much for your, you know, your, your mindset. So just doing these things will put you in a position to where you're going to be able to be productive but when you're not productive you don't want to start letting those negative thoughts come in and then say hey i haven't been productive in a week I don't, I don't think i'm worthy of you know the love and respect that you know i should get when i am doing things that people are singing you know their praises so just understand yeah. understanding that right there i think that's a huge um you know mental um advantage Yes, because we are our biggest critic, which is right. unbelievable. Like we never give ourselves enough credit ever. <laughs> like when are we sitting around going, look mm -hmm. at all the things I accomplished today. I did this, right. and did this and this and oh, yeah, I did this and this. And mm -hmm. so we're like, I didn't do that. And oh, my God, that happened. Right. You know, but like we get to change that. We decide. Right. Mm -hmm. So we could be our biggest cheerleader or we could just you know, rip ourselves a new one every day. Right. So it's kind of like, it's right. kind of like, um, that I think is like an, an amazing key, you know, to really realize what that voice is saying to you mm -hmm. and to, like you said, build that self-esteem and that vision and, 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 um, self-care sleeping is self-care. Right. Like mm -hmm. you don't even have to go to the salon and get a pedicure. Why don't you just go to bed a few hours earlier mm -hmm. and sleep an hour longer and just you know rejuvenate right. and relax and mm -hmm. you know um and that's that is that's awesome advice because that's something we can all do it's not right. like it doesn't cost to sleep it doesn't cost anything yeah. so um yeah. that's amazing I, I i love your framework dr kojo and what you're doing it's because we all need it whether we want to admit it or not our mental health, everyone's is on the line. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't take a diagnosis to say, hey, we need to be right. a little more mindful. Agree with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so awesome. 
Well, let's talk of, I mean, we've really, you know, filled in a lot and gave the audience a ton of information. So I want to give you the platform to talk about anything you would like them to do on your site so they can visit you, you know, which show times, you know, you know, they can buy your book on Amazon. What, what would you right. like them to know and how can they get more of you? <laughs> right. So anybody, I mean, anybody who has any interest in my content, you know, my target audience is anybody who has at least a 1% interest in mental health. Cause if you can have a 1% interest, I can reel you in. Um, and I, I would love for you to watch me, you know, all across the internet. Um, I'm directing people to my Facebook page. Um, and as of late, facebook.com slash Dr. Kojo Sarfo. Um, that's a great place to get like, you know, every single piece of content that I put online, you know, I, I'm so active on TikTok. You know, if you're following me there, please keep following me on TikTok. Please keep following me on Instagram. Um, please keep following me on YouTube. But like, I want the followers everywhere, uh, you know, uh, but we're really focusing in on uh, short form content more and more this year. Uh, and I want to elaborate slowly, you know, to a bit, a bit of the longer form content. So I've started with the lives, you know, my own show on Facebook, and I'm also working um, with them to find out different ways I can provide value um, because now is the time that people need mental health, you know, resources and just inspiration and just laughter, you know, sometimes through the form of comedy. So for those uh, people who watch me um, on live on Facebook, thank you. If you're new and you're hearing this for the first time, um, you know, I would love for you to head over to facebook.com slash Dr. Kodo Sarko. Watch my live show. Uh, we go live every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 6 p.m. here in California, 9 p.m. on the East Coast. And we talk about, you know, raw, real, relatable topics things that you probably might not see on TV because I'm answering people's questions. People are you know, living with mental illnesses and living with um, family members and spouses who have mental illnesses. So we find a, a, a great way to take a, a topic like ADHD, right? Or relationships. And we'll talk about maybe a documentary on Netflix and you know, we'll, we'll make it fun because it doesn't have to be like, you know, you go to a therapist's office and they ask, oh, how do you feel? This is like mental health content that you would actually watch. And before this, you know, people would just really watch anything on Netflix, but I want this to be something that maybe, you know, you would find on Netflix or something like that. So um, we're going live Monday through Thursday on Facebook. I'd love to see you all there. And, um, you know, my book, You Already Won, is on Amazon, um, you know, and if you click the link in my Instagram, um, you can easily access my book. I have another book coming out uh, December of this year. Um, sh you should be able to find it in, you know, Barnes and Nobles and you know, all the bookstores in America is called Feeling Good, uh, and it's a mental health workbook, and I'm actively working on that now to make sure that you all can, like, feel me through the book, you know, like, it's as if you're watching a video, but you're reading the book, so that's the objective with that, and um, yeah, I'm just excited to, you know, put out this content everywhere online, and, you know, I want to make the content more relatable, more educational, funnier, you know, we're dubbing into music, um, you know, I'm actually heading to the studio tomorrow. So I'm looking for new ways. I'm really saying the same thing every, on all platforms. I'm just looking for new ways to put that information out there. So those are my primary platforms. And um, if you have only one of the four, um, I'd appreciate your follow anywhere. And hopefully uh, I can make the content that you, know, you would enjoy and something that would provide value to you. Awesome, you guys out there. And also, he does have a new book coming out December 2022. Feeling good. Yeah. Woo -woo. <laughs> Thank you so much. 
Yay. We all need to be feeling good. So I really hope you guys got some valuable insight. Remember, get your sleep, do your mirror work. You are worthy. I am beautiful. I am enough. All the I am, I am, I am. Look in the mirror and feel that. And it will shift that mindset. Dr. Kojo said it himself. So it's not all woo-woo, you guys. So <laughs> thank you so much, Dr. Kojo, for being here. I really appreciate your time. And I, I'm sure my audience is going to come visit you because your, your work's amazing. It's entertaining that. as well, I have to say. It's pretty funny. Thank, so. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for having me. I, I appreciate the platform and just the invite to be on here. It means a lot to me uh, and the people who follow me. So thank you so much. Thank you. And you guys have a good night. We'll chat soon. Ciao. Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guests as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of right here on the Create Clarity with Charity podcast.